Welcome to this evening's episode of Dungeon Jedi Masters Theater. Our story tonight follows an old captain and his new crew as they work to stay afloat in a galaxy drowning at the hands of the Empire. Will they find stability or continue to wander from job to job? Find out tonight on Vagrant Freighters. As you come out of hyperspace heading towards Quakra 4, the drab desert planet looms before you, and the ship on loan, the HWK 290, bring down towards the lone starport that you can see. Despite the ship being a loner and not one that you're used to, you seem to have strong control of it as you bring it down to the planet towards the starport. Something you do notice as you break atmosphere and you're coming in though is that the sensors on the ship are starting to go off and taking a look at those you realize that it's temperature sensors. This place is hot. Very hot. So you're going to want to keep that in mind. You bring the ship down towards the uh, Lone Star port and as you do you can just look out uh, beyond it through the all edges of the horizon and really just see flat desert. No rain here, definitely no bodies of water, just expansive large salt flats that extend out in all directions. Well, I guess if there was a planet for the droids to set up shop, this would be the one. I can't imagine anybody's trying to take it from them. Look out the viewport, past the starport at the expanse of sandy desert. Yeah, doesn't seem like much fun could be worse are we looking at the same thing I can't see how it could possibly be much worse than that could be warmer I turn and head out of this tiny tiny ship you're always a glass half full kind of guy Torin. let's just make this quick see if we can find that droid Pargo told us about Navra did you write that down because I honestly can't remember as soon as we had landed I would have gone out following Torin and just started to stretch and crack my back. Yeah. I believe it was TN 43. Well, as soon as you two have uh, made yourselves comfortable, let's see if we can find the droid we're looking for. I'm currently slinging on a, a bandolier and hooking it up to my rifle that I'm checking and double-checking, making sure all the things are sealed, that no sand is going to get inside of it, checking the sights. As the three of you step off the HWK-290, the heat that the ship's sensors warned you about hits hard. It is hot, and you immediately feel it. And you look to try and find cover as soon as possible. Navra... For some reason, no issue. You almost welcome it. Just continue heading on deeper into the starport. Kel, it gets to you a little bit, but you as well. Stay focused on the task. You want to just get in in and out, get back to the Vagrant. Don't really let it get to you either. Torn, however, 
maybe the extra equipment that he felt necessary to strap on suffers from the intense heat and catches him a bit sluggishly. Ugh, I take back what I said. This planet's the worst. You, uh, doing all right there, Torn? Yeah, yeah, I'm fine. We'll be just, let's find some shade soon. As soon as we get to any shade or any covering, I would take out my canteen and just hand it to him. Give him like a, like a nod, just like take it. You do get out of the sun, but it's still hot in the corridors of the starport. It just, it, it the shade doesn't really help. You're just out of that direct sun heat. Another thing you notice though, maybe that distraction of the intense heat at first didn't allow you to notice, but now it's very evident. There are droids everywhere and functioning and non-functioning, you know, some of them are just kind of laying in, in corners in the sides of uh, the walls of the corridors, uh, but there's many just walking around. Uh, it, very interesting. It's quite the spectacle here. I have to admit my uh, experience with droids is not always the greatest. I would go up to the nearest one, hoping that my associates would follow and ask it, do you know where TN-43 is? The droid doesn't have a you know, humanoid face uh, like you would see on a protocol-style droid. It's more of just a shell, and it has the, um, the three arms, and it's just flailing about. It's hard to tell if it even recognizes you, and then you just hear a series of beeps come out of it. My binary is a little rusty, and by a little rusty, I mean non-existent. Yeah, I don't, I don't know what it said. Why can't we ever just go on a job where we land, the cargo's there, we load it up, and we leave? You're not that lucky, Captain. I turn back to the droid and I ask a bit louder as if that would make any difference. Can you point to TN-43? The droid continues, just arms going left and right, swirling a little bit on its torso. Again, a series of beeps come out from it, but no real uh, discernible direction or response. Maybe we find a different droid. Ugh, it's so hot. Seeing a couple of the monochromatic droids seeming to be more familiar and ones that we've encountered in the past, I'll take my hand and sort of motion over towards that group and say, well, at least these droids, I've seen some like these. Maybe they'll be more talkative, or at least we'll be able to understand them. Yeah, I mean, you can have your, I mean, you can do your thing with them. I'll let you take the lead. In the middle of wiping sweat off my brow, just shake my head. Dusty, dingy droid, somewhat in a humanoid build, does notice the three of you coming over and turns as its eyes kind of flicker and uh, a little slot where, you know, a mouth might be begins to pulse with the light as it responds, as it greets you. Hello, sir. Welcome to Quakra 4. 
Ah, oh, thank goodness you speak basic. We yes, tried to have Yes, that is a... my function. Great. I'll just get right to it then. TN43. Do you know them? Do you know where they are? TN43. TN43. That's the one. That is a droid designation? Presumably. I don't know anybody else that goes by TN43. Well, sir, I would love to help, but I don't know very much about this place. New here? Well, we're all droids here. I see that. Thus, the extreme difficulty in this entire situation. I am sorry you're having difficulties. Is it hot out? You seem in some discomfort. Perhaps you would like to head down into the city. I'm just nodding in the background. Yes. That would be a great idea, I think. Can you point us in the direction of that? And he kind of almost violently like rotates and, and throws an arm up uh, down a corridor where there's, you know, some other traffic of, of other droids and whatnot going on. Says, yes, just head down this corridor and to your east, and that will lead down into the city. Wonderful. You want to continue talking to this droid, Captain, or are we going to get out of here before I melt. As uh, much as this conversation is so entertaining, let's head to the city. Maybe this TN-43 is there. Best of luck. Thank you uh, so much for all of your help. It was my pleasure. I'm sure it was. The droid then just kind of turns and, and starts hobbling away, leaving you to head deeper into the city. Never thought I would miss... 4D and his uh, overzealous conversation. At least it usually led to some result. I'd say this is a pretty good result. At least for Torin, anyway. If I can find something to drink, I'll call it a good result. This planet is terrible. Well, on a planet full of droids, I'm not sure exactly how many refreshing drinks you'll find unless you're looking for a can of oil. I'll drink anything at this point, as long as it's cold. I'll remember you said that. You journey through the rest of the starport towards this transition that heads down into this undersurface city. There is a small, simple lift that takes you down, packing in that with other fellow droids. I just really don't pay any attention to you. And then opens up into um, a initially dark tunnel that uh, opens up to a lit corridor into just this large dugout cavern full of, once again, droids everywhere. There's some sort of hierarchy here, structure here. You know, there's buildings, there's shops, it seems. Droids are doing something here. So how do we go about finding a droid who's going to sell us other droids in a city full of droids? That's not one of those rhetorical questions. If you guys have any idea, I'm I'm open. Now's the time, Torin. You usually speak your mind. Don't be bashful now. I was just going to say we should probably ask a droid. Well, your sister tried. I tried. Let's see what your charming self can do. As you set out uh, trying to find information on your, your target here in TN-43, 
you quickly run into that same issue that your sister did with certain droids not communicating in any sort of basic language, then finding some droids that can help translate. And it does take some translating to get there. To the droid that just gave us the information, I'll nod and say, thank you very much. I turn back to the crew. Well, that was enough hoops to jump through for a lifetime, but we have the coordinate. So let's go and hopefully we can end this job without dying of heat stroke. Maybe you just work better when you're on the verge of death, sort of like a pressure thing. I don't want anything done with that information. I'll just double check the coordinates again and then say, let's go, please. You make your way through the town, this underground city, passing by many more of these droids, just going about their business. Not really sure what that is, but eventually coming to the small, simple building, warehouse, the large front bay door that is currently open, pretty dim on the inside, but definitely welcoming you to step inside. As you do and look around, it's pretty empty. There's some crates, cargo containers, a few droids there, you know, either in power down or in in repair mode. You're not seeing any astromechs at initial glance. As you scan the room, looking for your contact, you do see in the far corner a workstation with a droid uh, that has his back turned to you all seem to be working on something at the counter in front of them. I head over to the workstation with the RX series droid and lean against the counter. <sighs> Are you TN-43? He whips around and looks at you. Uh, the little optical sensors on there, like blinking on and off, almost replicating a humanoid and organic like yourself clearing his vision, taking it in, almost as if you caught him by surprise. Why, yes, I am TN-43. Who are you? My name's Torin. This is Captain Vanix, my sister, Navra. We're here about a couple astromech droids. You are? Did you... Well, well, you didn't already come and pick them up? No. And I'm not really liking the sounds of that. We're here for the droids that Pargo purchased. Oh, I I am very sorry, but the two droids that I had available have already been acquired. Well, since we just got here, I don't see how someone else acquired them. Who did you give them to? There's like a pause from the droid. After a moment, the droid then, as it had its head cocked, kind of readjusts that back and then responds. Two gentlemen, one that introduced themselves as Commander Castillan. Oh no. Commander? Were these Imperials? Yes. Are you not here with the Empire to pick up droids? I'm not sure whether to resent that comment or not, but do I look like I'm here with the Imperials? No, 
Hold on a second. Didn't I turn around fully ignoring the droid at this point and look at the captain? Didn't Pargo say that everything had been taken care of and that these droids were ready to go? All we had to do is pick them up. I will respond to Torin, but actually look over his shoulder as I reply, looking squarely at the droid. Yes, Torin. Everything was taken care of. I'm not sure why the droids aren't here. Perhaps TN-43 has an explanation on why Pargo's droids were given to the Imperials. Yes, we had a deal with Pargo, but seems the deal was altered. Unfortunately, there are no other astromechs available. Is there an alternative that we could supply your employer? I think she was pretty set on a couple of astromechs. Who altered the deal? Why, Commander Castilian. So, if I can sum up, we had a deal, and then the Empire stole the droids that we had made a deal for. They made a better offer. What kind of cut-rate operation are you running here that anybody can just waltz in, flash a couple credits, and a deal's off? Do you know how far we flew to get here? Two days. Two days to come here. This poor guy is about ready to pass out from the sun and heat. Now we're down here in an underground city to pick up two astromech droids, and there are no astromech droids. How long ago did Commander Castillan pick these up because I need my droids? I am sorry for your trouble. Commander Castillan and his counterpart were here just the other day to pick up the droids. You're sorry. Well, boy, that sure makes me feel better. How about you guys? He's sorry. Thank you for accepting my apology. I would like to make my way up to the counter and ask the droid... Will you be getting more astromechs in soon? Or can you just... Do you make them? Can you get more? We do not produce droids here. Droids just sometimes arrive here and are put to work. We unfortunately do not foresee any new astromechs anytime soon. Your counterparts, Commander Castilian, had asked about other astromechs as well. But unfortunately, we only have the two available. I believe they said they will be checking other locations. Other locations here? On Quakra? No, no, there are no other locations here. In the system, in the cluster. <sighs> it's been a long day. We are only in the 13th hour of the day. Like I said, it's been a long day. And we have nothing to show for it. We show back up on Dorson without the droids, so we can't pay for the repairs of the ship. The day is going to get a whole hell of a lot longer. The number of hours does not change in a day. I'm currently squeezing the handle of my rifle so hard that it's starting to creak. I think we should just go back to the ship and ask Pargo what she wants us to do. That's a, as good idea as anything. Did Parga already pay for these droids, TN? 
it does seem that a transaction was made. But at the request of Commander Castilian, that was refunded. So you mean to tell me a few days ago, the Imperials waltzed in here, made you a better deal, and told you to refund the credits to Pargo? Well, your employer would not be receiving the droids. It would not be fair. You realize Pargo sent us to pick up the droids two days ago, under the assumption the deal was still in place. You see where I'm going with this, Tien? Let's get out of here before I do something that you regret. I regret this entire trip. It's too late for that. As we walk back to the ship, I'd kind of be a little bit lost in thought and then at some point just say, why would Pargo not contact us if she did get the credits back? Well, when we get back to the ship, Navra, maybe a good question for Pargo on what the situation is. This is the second time the Imperials have interfered in my business. I'm starting to get sick of it. Hey, all I'm saying, take a little bit of uh, creative computer use to figure out if they're still here or not. And then if they are, and it turns out it's just a officer in a shuttle with a few stormtroopers, I'm not opposed to taking those droids back and what have you with the consequences. Yeah, I mean, assuming they're still here. Right. But what I don't understand is why would Imperials come to Quakra for astromech droids? They're the Empire. They can get droids anywhere. They get them straight from the manufacturer. Why come here to this place for two astromechs? The only thing I can think of is they're trying to keep citizens from having astromechs. TN-43 said they were looking for others too. They have the supply chain to build as many of these things as they want. I guess let's let's contact Pargo and see what she wants to do. I can't imagine she's thrilled, but if she was refunded her credits like the droid said, this shouldn't come as a big shock. You head back through the city, back into the starport. Once again, that heat hitting, making your way through the large facility full of droids, back to the cramped ship. Sitting in the heat itself, extremely uncomfortable. But you're able to kind of get the onboard systems up and running to, to cool that down, the environmental systems internally to try and make it more comfortable. Then you're able to put out a call to Pargo. Console continues to beep, waiting for that to pick up, and eventually it does, and... Chatter fan's voice comes through the comm. You run into a little bit of trouble? You could say that. I assume you received your refund. I did. So, you know the situation. The droids are not here. I assumed as much when that came back over, and that is quite frustrating. These things are very hard to come by. Did you get a look at those Sleemos that took them out from under me? Unfortunately, they were long gone before we got here. 
All we've got was a name. Commander Castillan. Commander? Yeah, it was the Empire. Imps. Just Griffin wonderful. Well, that's nothing we want to chase after. Well, Vagrant's looking pretty good. Still a little bit more to do, but I'll have it done by the time you come back. But as you mentioned, not really in a position to cover the goods and services. Correct? If by that you mean we don't have two astromech droids to turn over to you, then no. We do not have the... Or the credits. If I had the credits, I wouldn't be on this planet. Well, there may be another opportunity, but it's not uh, straightforward. Oh, good. Not as straightforward as traveling two days to find out the Empire has scooped up the couple astromech droids you're looking for before you get there. No, no, no one's expecting a pickup on these ones, if they're there. But it's probably your best bet. There's an old droid facility on Onadex. It's not buried under all the sand, the dust, but there's a good chance uh, there'll be a few mechs there. And there's just a facility on Onadex with astromech droids for the taking. Well, there's an old, it was an old droid facility. Last I heard, it shut down, just kind of, yeah, closed up. Conditions weren't the best, weren't, weren't very ideal for producing anything mechanical there and so what if we get there and there aren't astromech droids then what and then we keep looking i have my forehead just leaning against a vent right now letting the cold air just blow over my face and over the sound of the vent blowing i say so we're just supposed to hop around the galaxy until we get enough astromech droids and or credits until we can pay off the repairs you made to the ship? That's generally how these things work, yeah. Wonderful. Credits are fine. They spend. Navra, can you put Onadex in the navigation system? How long is it going to take us to get there? I start punching in the coordinates and mapping the route, and I say... Uh, about 20 hours. Oh, good. 20 more hours inside this flying coffin. You don't like the hawk? I'm not its biggest fan, no. Nah, she's not a bad ship. Torn's just used to a little more space. I understand that. The sooner you get those droids, or the credits, the sooner you can get back to that space with the Vagrant. Alright, we'll head that way. We'll reach out once we know more. All right, sounds good. Good luck. Communication ends there. Just one time, Torin. One time, I'd love a job to just go like the job's supposed to go. I told you. You're just not that lucky. I'm starting to think I'm just cursed. If that's the way you want to look at it, could be. I just hope these repairs Pargo's making are as good as she claims. This is a lot of hassle. Fire up the ship. Get ready to head off and leave this hot planet. Trade it for a dirty and dusty one. Take off, getting into hyperspace, travel for the next 20 hours, trying to get some rest in the cramped space. 
eventually do arrive to Onadex. Seems there's a few more established locales here. Uh, but there's one main you can see as you approach. Starport with a couple cities built up nearby. As we exit the ship, I would turn to the captain and ask, are we supposed to keep what we're actually looking for more clandestine, or can we just start asking people if they know about the nearest abandoned droid factory? It's a good question, Navra. As far as I know, I don't think anyone still owns that facility, but until we know for sure, I guess, let's keep our goals here under wraps a bit. Last thing we need is word getting out that we've got a couple of astromech droids, especially if the commander and the rest of the Imperials are out trying to round them up. I prefer the Empire not to know what I'm up to. That's already burnt me once. Well, if the Empire does figure out what we're doing, I plan to kill all of them before they can kill me and anyone else who's hunting around in an abandoned factory for astromech droids. Seems like the place that wouldn't necessarily be left open might have scavengers, looters. Yeah, it would be kind of odd just to leave all that technology and parts behind and somebody not be interested in it at all. I mean, Pargo knew about it, and she's days away, travel. I get the feeling Pargo's the kind of person that knows things. All I'm saying is if there's two intact astromech droids inside this place, then something's been keeping out the scavengers. Guess we won't know until we go and find out. As you begin your journey out, it's just rocky landscape that you immediately see. But Torn is able to guide you mostly comfortably and, and safely through the terrain without any issue. As you come around this jagged plateau, you then see there in the distance, covered in dust, sand it looks to be, hidden by the blowing sand that is, is swirling up before you as well. But you can see what, from a naked eye, looks a little bit like just built into the, into the terrain itself, but you can tell that it's not natural, and likely that's, that's the facility. Looks completely abandoned. Well, let's hope it's got a couple inhabitants at least. Exactly two astromech droids and no other things inside that want to kill or eat us. That enough optimism for you, Captain? It's a good start, but I'm thinking two astromech droids for Pargo. Maybe a couple of little things we take for ourselves. No reason why we can't make a little bit of extra profit on top of this. You're right. Two astromech droids, exactly no things inside that want to kill or eat us, and a pile of 150,000 credits neatly stacked on the ground right inside the front door for us to take. I like the way you think, Torin. Probably a little unlikely to have a pile of credits, but it's always good to have dreams. Got a dream about something. Yeah, I'll start moving towards the facility, looking for a way in. As you head up towards the building, you do notice that on one of the sides uh, where the sand is just built up over time, there's a window vent that you look like you'd be able to pull open and, and climb inside. 
I will climb my way up and pull off the vent cover, set it down on the sand, and gesture grandly into the hole. We have our entrance. I don't see a pile of credits. As you do look in, you see darkness. There is some scaffolding there, conveniently, at the window for you to climb on and and get down into the facility. Torrin, as you climb into the facility, climbing down the scaffolding and falling to the ground floor, looking about, you see tall storage racks, mostly empty uh, equipment all across the floor there, some of it covered in drapery, some of it just exposed and covered in the dust and debris of time. And then you notice in your peripheral the movement at the far edge of the facility, just in time to react to blaster shot coming across, getting out of the way, going across your shoulder into the wall behind you. And a figure steps out, just a silhouette there in the darkness. All you can make out is the form of a Twi'lek. This concludes tonight's episode of Vagrant Freighters. Find out what happens next time as our story continues on Dungeon Jedi Masters Theater. Hi there, Todd Moonmonts here. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this program, consider subscribing to the Dungeon Jedi Masters Patreon to help in production, hosting, and creation of this and other great Star Wars 5e-related content. You can find us at DungeonJediMasters.com, and may the Force be with you.